Hello, everybody, and welcome to Socks on Tap. I'm your boy, Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude, Johnny Nani, and we are here after a 6-4 victory over the Minnesota Twins in the series opener. Our boy, Nova, the run stopper, comes in and picks up a dub-dub. Nani, the White Sox won, man. Dude, I am ecstatic. I love it. Uh, they said this is the first win at Target Field since August of, I think, last year, I believe, maybe even earlier. Um, I forget exactly what the date was when they said at the end, but it is just a tough place to win, and it's been bad for the White Sox when it was the Metrodome. It's been bad to the White Sox when it's been Target Field. So uh, I, I am ecstatic with this. Uh, you had mentioned Nova, the, the stopper. Didn't look like that in the first inning, and we'll get to that in our inning-by-inning inning breakdown here. But uh, he settled down right after that, and, and despite allowing 10 hits, able to limit the damage to two runs, and uh, the offense picked him up, man. I, I couldn't be happier, Buzz. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was awesome all around. It, the game did start off rough, you know, letting up the two runs in the first inning there to, to Minnesota. I believe that came off of a uh, – uh, Nelson Cruz got picked up a ribby in that first inning. Um, yeah, so at, at first it was a Polanco RBI double, and then right, right. after that, Cruz hit that RBI single. Um, yeah, so it, 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 it wasn't pretty to start out, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, you know, we go through another inning there, through the second inning. Nova is able to kind of, you know, keep it down, and then the third inning is where the magic happened, Johnny. Jose Abreu. Yes blast the ball into outer space it has not landed yet i don't know if you know that or not oh i mean obviously you didn't see it land on the broadcast so i don't think it's landed yet i think that's a fair assumption buzz uh he smoked that thing um and the good thing was is you know um the white Sox had gotten a run before that so uh the way that third inning broke down skull hit a one-out single yulmer then singled lurie flew out but then goins hit an rbi single that got us on the board so it was two to one and then he advanced a second on the throw home. But luckily, that didn't even matter because Jose Abreu just decided to put one into outer space then after with that three-run home run like you were just talking about. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't think it's landed, man. There, there's like those three decks up at uh, Target Field and left field, and it, it went in between. Like So there's the first deck. It cleared that by a mile. And then the second deck, there's kind of like an opening below before it goes up to the third deck. And it went through that opening. And like Benetti said, it just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, it was it was absolutely amazing. And that was just like it, you know, it, it was just the start of, you know, the game for us. Third inning, we're already down to nothing. And I was like, oh, man, and, you know, that's what we were talking about on socks on tap, being all nervous. And then I was like, of course, I needed to be stupidly optimistic and be like, oh, they're going to win two or three in the series. And then when Jose <laughs> hit the home run, I got a little bit of swagger and started talking smack. You know, I was like, all right, we got this. You know, we're okay. We're going to do this. You know, it's fine. But uh, there's one thing that, I mean, before we, like, get into the break, the, the breakdown thing um, of the game was that upset me a little bit is that now that the game's over, it was five multi-hit games for Tim Anderson in a row, and that came to, uh, came to an end tonight. He did pick up a hit, though, which is nice. He's still on his hitting streak, but I was really hoping that multi-hit uh, you know, that multi-hit game streak was going to continue tonight. But I'll, I'll still take it, man. I can't be upset about a White Sox winner. Yeah, uh, and you know Tim Anderson, I believe, yeah, that was my pick to click for uh, today. I wanted to see a home run. So, yeah, it's unfortunate that the multi-hit streak has come to an end. But guy's still batting 330. Uh, still got a hit tonight, a uh, nice double, and he, the, the swagger slide into second base. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just kind of rolls over the base and then just kind of like props himself up like for a second as uh, I forget who it was there, but kind of uh, booted the ball around uh, when it came into second. I mean, they weren't going to get him anyway, but it was just funny. I made a pretty cool game. 
gif of it. Uh, it's just, you know, you, you could use that for many situational things. Sliding into the beer cooler on Saturday afternoon, like <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I I mean, yeah, the, the multi-hit uh, game streak, I feel like we're getting greedy here because uh, there have been times where he, he's gone kind of streaky uh, and he won't get a hit for, you know, a couple games. Uh, but yeah, he's he's been on fire lately and at least he did keep the hit streak going. So, um, yeah, I guess you take that positive there. But yeah, I, I would have liked to see one more <laughs> to help my pick to click clout but uh that's all right i will take the win instead i took james mccann and i uh i ended his i ended his awesome streak because well, <laughs> he goes he goes over i killed him yeah struck so, out twice i killed him nani i'm a murderer you're in a funk buzz i don't know what it is uh we we gotta we gotta figure that out uh get the, get that situated so you're not having a detriment on our players in the lineup uh but there is a mccann play that we need to talk about and i yep. think we can just kind of roll through this because it was fairly one two three a whole pretty quiet after that third inning uh back and forth there mm-hmm. until the sixth and this is where McCann comes in because the White Sox go down one, two, three in their half of the six. And then Sano leads off the Twins half with a single. Uh, Gonzalez strikes out. Cave hits a single to center, but Lurie kind of misplayed it. So Sano moved to third, Cave to second. Uh, Jimmy Cordero came in at that point to relieve Ivan Nova. Um, Crone grounded into a uh, fielder's choice. And uh, that was a very, very... Uh, you know, clutch fielder's choice. Let's say that because Crone uh, hits the ground ball, the third base, and Goins is playing back. He's behind the base when he makes his throw, and he's pretty close to the line. So he has to put it right on the line, inside the line, though. It can't be, you know, right on it because Sano's a big boy. Uh, right. you, you can't hit him. Um, and Sano's trucking down the line there. So granted, not great speed coming home for the Twins, but still, Goins had to put it right in the correct spot. And sure, it was a little low, but James McCann, this is where he comes into play, picks it perfectly, uses his left cleat to block Sano from getting that arm in there, tags him out right on the hand. No question about it. No replay. No nothing. It was a clear cut out, and that that helped end the inning because then Castro struck out after that, and that was the end of that threat. And uh, you know you get a little worried in a six inning like that when they're starting to pile him on uh, Nova out, and you know Cordero is still fairly new to Chicago. Um, so he has had some good outings, but you still don't know if you completely trust it. So th- that was just a huge play by uh, McCann there at the plate. And I will give Goins credit on the throw. I know it was a little bit low, but at least it was online because if that goes even further in towards the mound, McCann has no chance. If that goes outside past Sano, then McCann's tripping over Sano and that ball's probably going behind McCann and rolling the backstop, you know, yeah, there's probably more runners advancing than at that point. So uh, I just wanted to point that play out because a huge defensive play in this one, buzz. Oh, absolutely. Like you said about piling it on this, we know what this Minnesota twin offense could do. You know, we have to we had to be on 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 point all night. And that's why I'm so thankful that the pitching kind of worked out, even though Nova did let up 10 hits. So like we said, the beginning of the show, the two earned runs. I mean, it's just funny how it is it weird how like they didn't capitalize. Because I feel like they, it is. they often capitalize. Do you know what I mean? So it's just yes. kind of like, oh, man, you know, like this is one that the White Sox. Sh- I know we say this a lot should have won. Minnesota didn't capitalize. White Sox took advantage and, and they did their thing because the next run after this sixth inning that was scored was in the uh, top of the seventh. And that's when Sanchez sacrificed 
had a sacrifice fly, and I believe uh, Timmy scored on that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that made the game Bunt. five to two. Zach Bunt, yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know that that was uh that was the extent of the scoring there for the Sox in the seventh. Polanco homered to left. Was it Polanco who homered? Yep. To left and yep. yeah, it, yeah. He homered to left and center, making it five to three. You know, um, then we go move into the eighth inning. Eloy gets a single. Brian Goins scores. That gets a six, which is perfect. And then we saw what happened in the bottom of the ninth there. Um, you yeah. know, but uh, Colin May still got the save there. So, you know, makes you sweat a little bit. Um, but you, you got to give credit where it's due because um, Rosario is a good hitter. Uh, you know, um, is it Cruz is, you know, he, he's a good hitter. Um, they, they have, they have, uh, you know, solid bats in the heart of that lineup with Cruz, Rosario, Sano. And, uh, you know, they talked about Sano's, whatever it was, uh, OPS at 1247 or 74 or whatever, something ridiculous like that with yeah. a duo count, which is what he had. And Colomay comes back to strike him out, uh, to end the game here. And I think that's huge, huge show of, uh, confidence and, uh, just, you know, stuff by Colomay. Cause I know, by the numbers he was due for some regression from what he had put up in the first half and he hadn't pitched in a while. Um, there's just no opportunity for him uh, right. in those last two games of that angel series. So um, I was happy to see that happy to see him lock it down. Um, I just wanted to go back to just one thing really quick while we were still on uh, kind of going through the game here when you mentioned Nova giving up 10 hits, but not really uh, um, getting touched up too bad on that besides that first inning. He also induced, uh, e- even within that first inning. I mean, I think it could have been even more in the first inning, but he got Rosario to ground into a double play um, in the first after those two runs had scored. And then he induced another double play in the third inning. So uh, that is helpful. And then, um, you know, the the play by, he was out at this point, but they were his runners um, when Cordero was in, uh, in that sixth inning when the Twins are threatening once again. Um, so another solid defensive play helping save him. So th- that's where we're coming at with the... Uh, hits not resulting in runs, which is huge. That's great. Defense combination of that and pitching, uh, if, if that can save you, that's another way to win ballgames. Talk about the bats needing to come alive um, all the time. Uh, that's a very common, uh, I think, theme here at Sox on Tap. But you kind of forget because it's not as flashy. It's not a sexy buzz. You, you kind of forget about the pitching and defense as- aspect of it. But then when you see a play like that uh, by Goins to McCann, in that sixth inning, uh, that kind of reminds you of it a little bit. I no, absolutely. You. No, I totally agree with you, man. I totally agree with you. The pitching was, I will say, I mean, even though we did let up 10, you know, Nova let up 10 hits and 15 hits total at the, uh, the twins collected um, <clears throat> tonight against the white Sox, the pitching did look all right. You know, I, we were talking about him a little bit before. I like Cordero, uh, Cordero a lot. I think he's gonna be good. I mean, he just seems to have some confidence and some swag to him mm-hmm. and, I, and I dig it. Um, you know, Aaron Bummer came on. He did all right. He did give up an earned run, but you know, you can't be perfect every all the time. You know, guys, ERA is still under two. You know, yeah. Evan Marshall yeah. came in with a good, uh, you know, a good inning pitch. There. He recorded a strikeout, no hits, no walks, nothing. And then you know, Colomay coming in, and yeah, those those couple double plays were cool. My favorite double play of the night. <laughs> I don't know why is, but when it went right to Yomir, and I thought he was gonna flip it to Timmy. I can't remember what inning it was. But he was uh, gonna flip the ball, Timmy. He just did it himself. It was, uh, you know, right to mm-hmm. Sand, right to Yober. Then he ran, and he st- I felt like it was slow motion, Johnny. I felt the whole thing yeah. was slow motion yeah, <laughs> when he ran to the base, tagged second, and then <laughs> threw it to Jose. I was like, oh my god! Like, it yeah. felt like you were watching a video game when, like, I don't know if you ever uh, when you play video games when you were younger, but like, 
and you just were watching on the instant replay and you held the button down just ever so lightly to get the slow-mo effect. Yes. Yes. That's how it felt with Yomir on that double play, but it was it was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, it really did. It, it really did feel like that at that point. Yeah, that, that was kind of uh, you know just funny. It gives you a chuckle. Uh, and the thing is, it, it wasn't close. I believe that I forget who exactly was running, but he had plenty of time to do it. So he, he would have you know usually those two as as much crap as we want to you know give Yomer, and then obviously Timmy almost leading the league in errors. I actually think he is, but as much as you want to give them, uh, the, the, when they have a ball that that is set up perfectly for them, uh, they are usually pretty flawed on that double play execution so um they were able to communicate and get that worked out um one more thing just to, while we we're in the recap of this game evan marshall big bounce back uh, i think that's big for him um he he went one two three whereas you know bummer you'd yeah. kind of expect a little more from him. he went one two three in his inning in that eighth to bridge to uh column a so i do like that he was put in that role i mean because that's that's still a uh high leverage role here's a setup man in this case um, right and he, he was able to take care of it. Literally no problems. Uh, he, he had no one to get on for him. Um, so, and especially after just what happened, I know it wasn't completely his fault, but he did end up walking in the go ahead run on Saturday night. So um, I, I do like to see that for guys like him, especially since he just had such a really, really solid first half and, and you don't want that to fall off. You don't want that to be a fluke. You, you want to hold on to it. And uh, I was glad to see him put back in that situation and succeed in said situation. Right, I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. You know, Evan Marshall came out of nowhere, and like there was someone saying that. Was that during the broadcast? I feel like that was during the broadcast tonight. I feel like that I, talked about it a lot like that. Yeah, I, I feel like you know, it's just it's good to see him. You know, like I said, as, as much as we, uh, you know, we'll say about the good Evan Marshall to the bad Evan Marshall, his ERA is just. It speaks for itself. He's had a pretty good year, and then plus he's got the greatest name for the player weekend jerseys. Yes. Forgetting Sarah. Forgetting Sarah. What a what a yes. guy. That's a guy you want to have a beer with, Nani. I agree, dude. Uh, yeah, Evan Marshall's got a cool story behind him too. Yeah, um, he does. Because he had, you know, he had been struck in the head uh, yeah. by a batted ball back when he was in the Diamondbacks organization. I believe that was in like 2014 or 15. Um, and he's made a complete, you know, recovery and comeback, and he, he's effective, very effective. Oh, um, absolutely. So, yeah, that's that's his eleventh hold of the season. So uh, good, good for Evan Marshall tonight. Absolutely. Um, Buzz, a, a new segment that we kind of want to uh, implement here after wins um, is the game ball, and I think that is something that Tony and I had briefly touched on, but we didn't really make it an official thing. But I, I want to. I'll hand it off to you first, and you can give your game ball. Uh, but we're going to go top performer, clutch performer, whatever you think would make it. I, I like it because it's kind of subjective. You, you look at what happened in the game, in the moments, um, a timely play, opportunistic, as I would call it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, uh, Buzz, you go ahead and give out your game ball, and then I'll give out mine. Um, and and we'll, try to, we'll try to make them different, but sometimes it's no doubt going to end up being Yeah, sometimes thing. if we got to land on the same guy, we got to land on the same guy. It happens. Um, I, I have to go Abreu, and the reason I have to go Abreu is because when it looked bleak there for a minute, I mean, I would give him the game ball, and Johnny, that's if we can find it. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> yes. it's still flying. <laughs> but, uh, I love that. I love yeah. that. But uh, I, I would have to give it to Abreu tonight, man, because, like, you know, we're, we're coming off a loss series here to the Angels. I mean, obviously, we were pretty irritated about that. You know, we, we talked about it on last night's Sunday fun day, or Sunday night Sunday fun day. But, um, you know, I just I, I would have to give it to him because it was his 27th home run of the year. 
I mean, he's got, what was that, 98 RBIs now? I mean, it's just a, you know, a real big season from him. So it was, uh, you know, he's the guy I'm going to have to give the ball to. He started the rally tonight, got us those runs on the board, and gave us a nice comfortable lead that we were able to work with. So I give it to Jose Abreu. Very, very deserving, Buzz. And uh, I was definitely thinking that initially when we had uh, you and me and Tony had texted about the segment and what we were going to do with it. Um, I, I was thinking that. But in my little definition there of why I said it doesn't have to be completely stats driven, a timely play, a opportunistic, whatever it may be, I'm going to go with James McCann here. Um, okay. Even though he went over four at the plate and struck out twice, left three on. I'm going to go with him because of that play at home plate. Because, first of all, I think the defense sometimes, you know, it's not as flashy. So, so it gets overlooked. Um, and obviously, it's offense, you got to score runs and win games. I get that. Um, so I guess Ryan Goins could be in here, too, if you're going for the full, complete package of starting that play and whatever. But it goes back to that play in the six because, Buzz, I, I kind of feel the momentum of the game. Uh, maybe it's just kind of a hockey thing for me. You can kind of, you know, they talk about feeling the ice tilting. You kind of feel, I don't know how you'd word this in baseball, but you feel the the momentum is growing to the twin side in that six inning with uh, them chasing Nova from the game, uh, getting a couple guys on there, a lurry misplay. You, you just kind of feel that things are slipping away from you, even though you have this lead at this point. Um, and that play by McCann, just skillfully blocking the plate there, uh, to take away that run and then set up Cordero to get that final out of the inning and no damage at all. They didn't even score one run in that inning. Right. Um, so I, I just think when I think turning points of the games and he was the one that really, really stuck out in my mind there because uh, if if they score there, I just think it kind of unravels a little bit, Buzz. Uh, maybe that's a little too... Uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, trying to predict the future there because uh, you never know what can happen after that. But um, I, I just you, you, it, it just goes off a of gut feeling. Uh, I can kind of feel it shifting sometimes uh, from just watching so many games, being at so many games, uh, just looking at what happens on the field. Like, you know, Lurie's usually fairly solid, but he makes a misplay there. And before that to kind of help set that whole situation up. And it could have just gone downhill. And McCann, I believe, put the stopper on that. So my game ball, James McCann. Probably explain that too much, but that's the reasoning. It's never too much. It's <laughs> never too much when we're handing out a game ball on a White Sox win. I'll beat, we'll beat a dead horse around here, okay? Because <laughs> we don't get this very often. Yeah. So uh, with all that being said, man, we ready to move into uh, tomorrow's uh, festivities? I am ready. All right, so we have... Ronaldo Lopez on the mound against Michael Pineda. Is that how I say his last name? Pineda. That is correct. See, I'm good. I was thinking, someone said Pin. I knew. Pineda. Yeah, I knew it wasn't <laughs> that. And you know, I said Pineda on the last time I had him when we did uh, a socks on tap. They were like, it's Pineda. They're like, no, it's not. It's Pineda. But anyway, seven and ten. Ronaldo Lopez with a five point two nine ERA. 141 one-third innings pitch. He's got 129 strikeouts. He's been a different guy in the second half, like he said. He, coming off a little bit of a probably, I don't know what you would say, Nani. Probably his more rough outing uh, of the second half was probably yeah, his last still start. Still not terrible. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. But the initial ones. Right. And then Pineda's 8-5 and five with a 4.20 4. ERA, 122 innings pitch with 109 strikeouts. This game starts at 7-10 again tomorrow night. So, you know. Kind of like the always, you know, the always game preview that we always say is uh, hopefully Ronaldo can keep up what he's been doing, keep Minnesota, you know, at bay here, and the White Sox bats can 
can stay hot. So, I mean, that's what I'm going to be looking for, you know, towards is that, you know, Ronaldo comes out and, he, you know, him and Nova have been, Nova and Ronaldo have been a good one, two in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I, I've usually been overly optimistic when these guys are, you know, uh, when these guys are pitching. So, um, within the second half. So all we need him to do is stay consistent, you know, get that fastball moving up and high and, and, you know, start missing some bats tomorrow. Yeah. So Buzz, you talk about him just being a different pitcher in the second half. And even with that five earned run performance against Anaheim in his last start, mm-hmm. he is still sitting at a two nine one ERA for the second half of the season. That's over seven starts um, yeah. since the all-star break. And I think that is just a remarkable turnaround because you look at the overall ERA is still five two nine, so it just tells you how drastic the change has been. Um, he was not good at all in the first half. He, he really wasn't. So um, I think all those points that you just mentioned, uh, that's all stuff that he's going to have to do. I know he was pumping a hundred a couple times uh, yeah. in his last or last, I think two outings. Uh, I believe they gunned him at it. So uh, yeah, I want to look for him to miss bats because this lineup is potent. Um, I was very pleased with how we were able to uh, put the clamps on uh, when they had put some pressure on us. Uh, but I don't think it's always going to be like that. Uh, they are a good team. They are very, you know, powerful lineup. So obviously you want to keep the ball low, keep the ball in the park, um, and then also keep guys off bases. And if they do get on, try to induce ground balls. I, I think that is going to be key for Ronaldo Lopez tomorrow. Absolutely. You got to pick the click. Uh, okay. Yeah. Who are picks to click brought by though, Buzz? Our picks of click are brought by secondcitypicks.com. You can go to secondcitypicks.com, make uh, your score predictions on any White Sox or Cubs game. They usually have you know either one of them up on either day. If you get the pick, uh, if you predict the score correctly, you get a free gift card to a fine eating establishment somewhere in the Chicagoland area. That's secondcitypicks.com, and you can follow them on Twitter at secondcitypicks. Lovely. Yep. Second city pick. Super easy. Um, I unfortunately did not win tonight, but I'm going to try again tomorrow. Um, <laughs> that's right. That, that, that's the nice thing about it. It's free to enter. So it's not like you're losing anything uh, if you go and enter and get it wrong. Um, I think I, I was pretty close, though. I, I believe I entered. I, I was two off because it was combined runs tonight. It's nice. They kind of change it up. Sometimes you predict the actual score. Sometimes you predict uh, the combined right. runs sometimes, and then the hits of the White Sox or the Cubs. If it's that game uh, are usually a tiebreaker. I was only one or two runs off. So I was close, uh, close only counts on horseshoes and hand grenades. So, so we'll, we'll try again tomorrow. Um, nice thing about it. They got one every day. So that's secondcitypicks.com. Go there, make your picks, win free food gift cards. All right. My pick to click though, like you had asked before uh, we went into that buzz. Uh, I'm going to go with John Jay. Uh, he, even though it's only five at bats, he's hitting 400 against Pineda in his career. Um, I mean, the with Yo Makata still out, uh, he's probably still going to be an opportune time in the lineup. He was hitting cleanup tonight, which I mean, we, we could go and debate that uh, for days, but uh, I just don't want to waste my hot air on that buzz. So uh, I'm going to go with John Jay tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to go, uh, ah, man, okay, I'm going to go with someone not obvious. I'm going to go Yolmir because his self, uh, you know, his, his double play that he did by himself tonight just really inspired me. And uh, I'm all about Yomir Sanchez tomorrow. 
the video game double play. It really was. It, it, I think was. that's the best way when I was like thinking about it. Like, yeah, when you like have like an MVP 05 baseball replay and you're like going really slow yes. so you want to see like what happened. At, yeah, every frame. Yeah, it's like barely moving because you gotta gotta like hold it down and like sometimes it stops and starts and glitches and yeah. I, I, I might need a Johnny Nani gif of that or you to break down the picture or the video and make it slow mo so we can just watch it together and laugh because I mean, yeah. he, he did it man but that's exactly what i thought about as i was watching it happen yeah i agree because it was it was real time but it looked like it was like a replay so right we need to like yeah it, we'll splice the clip so we have like the regular speed one and then we'll like go like the you know the actual like real slow-mo one so yeah uh, i'm with you that, that'd be some good content um yeah, Buzz, uh, that's about all I've got. Um, I am excited that the White Sox took game one here. Um, my negative 90 takes uh, hopefully do not come true because I believe I had modified my picks to make it uh, take one of three here. Um, but we have, we, we, I think you had mentioned this on our Sunday Funday show. We have a very opportune time here uh, with Nova tonight. Obviously, he limited the damage after that first inning. And then uh, Raylo tomorrow night. Um, and then Lucas Giolito on Wednesday. It is a good time, a good spot that the White Sox find themselves in rotation-wise here to actually take a series from the Twins. Absolutely, and that's going to be key. You know, our three best pitchers up on the mound. That, you know, this season, this is what this is where you kind of turn it around a little bit here and, and pick up a series win. That's this, that's what needs to happen. But uh, that's pretty much all I have too. Except, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs, and following us on Twitter at ONTAP Sportsnet and following us on Twitter here at Socks on Tap. So uh, that's that's all I got, Nani. Let, let, let's pick up a dub tomorrow, man. Hey, I'm all for it, Buzz. Uh, yep, just keep it rolling, man. Uh, bats, I, I was happy with six runs tonight. Let's get even more uh, tomorrow night. I'd like that because you can never have too much against the Twins. Uh, even that ninth inning kind of felt, you know, uh, a little uneasy uh, just because when they get guys on, you never know what can happen. One swing of the bat could really change the tone of that game, um, but it didn't. And let's make sure it's even out of the question tomorrow. Uh, give Ray Lowe the run support he needs and let's pick up that dub. Absolutely, man. Let's go, Sox. White Sox forever. <laughs>